You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Welcome Wealth Builders to podcast number 72. Identify your faults as soon as possible and manage them as best as you can. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Tell me, mirror, what is wrong? Can it be my daylight clothes or is it just my daylight song? What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and try, but when it comes to being daylight, it's just me, myself, and I. When it comes to building and maintaining wealth, we are often our own worst enemies. We sometimes sabotage our efforts by overspending, overliving, and overleveraging. Sometimes these issues are missteps, but oftentimes they are personality or attitude faults. It is extremely important to know which one affects you. What are your fixable faults or emotional conflicts with money? How you feel about money tends to define how you interact with it. And in an article for Relate, by Emma Sullivan. She wrote, what are the most common relationships people have with money? Emma goes on to say, we are all familiar with some of the most common ways in which we characterize thinking about money. Some people are very careful, unwilling to spend money on anything unless they absolutely have to, and squirreling away the rest. Some people love to spend money and will happily spend every last penny, even when it might be a good idea to slow down a little and keep some in reserve. Arguably, most people are somewhere in the middle, occasionally spending lots or treating themselves and sometimes saving. Emma says, how do people develop these different relationships with money? As with most questions on the subject of emotions, the answer can often be traced back to our upbringing. We tend to develop our ideals around money from the people we spend time with while we're growing up, usually our parents or caregivers. Now, in my book, The Fool and His Money, The Financial Education of Anthony Fool, I describe this concept as follows. The most impactful influence on how people manage money is what they see their parents doing with money. 
if daddy has a big hat, no cattle mentality and spends what he can't afford to create the illusion that he got it like that, then the son will likely follow suit. And if mama has a spend today, pay tomorrow mentality and lives like a diva addicted to plastic, then the daughter probably will too. Emma says it a little bit differently, of course, and she completes her article by saying if someone's parents were very careful with money, in some cases, we emulate them and do the same thing. They might take this as a lesson. However, it can also mean we do the opposite. Sometimes people try to provide their own children with what they never had. So someone who grew up with very strict, thrifty parents might lavish their children with gifts, allowing them to experience the luxury they never had. How can this be a challenge in relationships? The most obvious difficulty is when parents have contrasting relationships to money. If one wants to spend while the other wants to save, the room for conflict is created. Sometimes it isn't as simple as spend or save or save and spend. In some relationships, the difference is quite nuanced. One partner might be happy spending, but only on big ticket items like holidays, cars or furniture. Whereas the other partner might prefer spending regular on smaller things like meals or presents. On the other hand, both individuals might be savers, but enjoy saving for different things. One partner might have retirement in mind, whereas the other might want to spend it all on the house with polarized attitudes towards money. It can be particularly challenging where one person spends so much that they're at risk of running out of money or the other isn't wanting to spend on anything other than the most essential stuff and can be difficult or ill-tempered when asked to do otherwise. In cases like this, the risk of conflict is much higher. Whether it's just you or you and your significant other, you have got to identify your faults and make a positive change. It's like I always say, if you always do what you've always done, you will always get what you've always gotten. So use the quarterly and annual reviews of your comprehensive financial plan to help you identify your areas of weakness and to track your improvements as you continue on your wealth building journey. And until next time, keep building wealth. Peace. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall 
Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. I know you can. I teach you how to say don't waste your money, but bank your money, don't spend your end. I teach you how to say your bank account will be filling out with them dividends. I teach you how to say rule number one, if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.